Hey, good afternoon. Happy Thursdays, everyone. Welcome to another episode of On The Go Podcast. This is a platform to create the space of a discussion for the generations, whether it's business, health, finance, relationship, certain trends, society, you name it. It's all about creating that perspectives that can unify, create that bridge for others through their experiences without all the drama, bias, and skewed information. So with that further ado, and with that being said, I'd like to bring in us friend of mine um stephanie valencia hope you guys enjoy it all right guys so this is our on the go podcast steph here as my guest she just got here right now out of work on the go Always hustling, Purring. as you know. <laughs> so, uh, just actually, it's been a while since we last talked. Like, how exactly have you been? I mean, how's everything going with school and work? Well, I think most of us have just been through midterms. If you're in college, nice. So yesterday, I had two midterms back to back, and it was kind of brutal because I was kind of stressed out with trying to study for midterms and do work. So when I was done with midterms, you better believe I took a three-hour nap <laughs> after that. Man, I think sometimes I take too much naps. <laughs> yeah. It was totally worth it, though. It was right. very needed, and I felt rejuvenated after. Mm. So spring break is here. Wait, spring break's coming up already? It's, yeah, I'm done. So next week, I'm off. Oh, so yeah, a lot of work to catch up, or yeah. what you got planned? Um, I don't. Just rest. <laughs> Because that's a good plan too. <laughs> one of my professors was actually like, "Don't fill up your schedule with work just because you're on spring break." And I was thinking like I sh- was originally planning mm-hmm. to work more because I was gonna be off from school. Right. And I was thinking like, hmm, why would I fill up my schedule? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm already working forty hours Monday through Friday. Oh my gosh! I- with like my schedule me. included <laughs> as if I had school, but I don't have school. So why would I add more than 40? You know what I mean? You like to get some extra dough. Well, I mean, getting extra dough is nice, but I feel like over the past year, I was really prioritizing getting extra dough and it was not really worth it. Oh, Even though it did bad. come in handy, but I think I didn't approach it in the right way because I was just like overloading myself i mean you're probably like drained especially managing it with school and everything too yeah yeah and my mom just moved to bakersfield oh so some people are like living. wouldn't you be happy that your mom's gone i'm like what well, <laughs> <laughs> about that how, how close are you with your mom we i would say we're close i feel like i wasn't as close to her maybe at the beginning of last year and with being so busy, I like I'm, I can't hear myself. Oh, I turned it off. So, do you want to hear yourself? Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot to turn it off. It's fine. Um, what was I saying about my mom? Um, the, oh yeah, you we haven't been as close. Yeah, I felt like last year we weren't as close because I was like on hustle mode and I was just like, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta finish these classes. Right. And then I wanted to go out too in between and then being involved with the women's empowerment expo oh that was like we're gonna talk about that yeah that came about last year too so that was like a whole new realm of like being busy and kind of discovering a lot of my own truths mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i felt like I, while i was going through all those phases and transitions i kind of like not separated from my family but like i distanced myself Oh. Because I was trying to figure things out, and I didn't know how to talk about it to them. I think I can relate in some way, too. Cause right? I mean, I went to Long Beach, you know, yeah. so I'm just like, okay. And then my mom's trying to keep me home so many oh. times. <laughs> I'm just oh, like, yeah. Mom, I got this. Stop taking care of me. I gotta get out. I gotta get this. <laughs> no, honestly, there's the whole reason. But anyways, I think we, we should jump in. Um, I think the one thing I wanted to touch on was, like, like your story, you know, how you yeah. came about here. I mean, you are born here, right? Okay, and then I was so, born and raised in Oxnard. Yeah, okay. let's go. <laughs> Eight oh five. Yeah, so tell us your story. Like, how did you come about as to 
person you are now like if you were narrating yourself how would that be myself, i would say that years ago i wouldn't have the confidence that i probably have today and i had to go through some bumps and some relationships to regain that confidence that i kind of thought i had lost right um and i think especially coming from a hispanic family with like large hispanic family five four sisters and me being the fifth right i think my sisters helped shaped me a lot as far as really pushing to become somebody Mm -hmm. because of the effort my parents made to come here okay and also from you know your parents always pushing you like you know you gotta get to school you gotta be financially ready like don't get distracted with guys lord knows (laughs) (laughs) so so we have pretty similar values i mean especially i I always think like filipino and latino culture have a sense of like when it comes down to the parents um raising their kids they're the values are pretty much the same, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty similar. I'm sure for most family too, Yeah. you know, keeping yourself bound, especially if you're Catholic or Christian, they kind of relate in a way. Yeah. But yeah. I'm Catholic too. So I wasn't as close to God either over the last two years. And my family's actually, they're religious and they're, we go to church every Sunday. Of course, I don't go every Sunday because sometimes I have to work on the weekends. Right. But I felt like over the years I was missing something that would help me move forward. Mm-hmm. And once I got closer to God, like through my family, I feel like that helped me with school, with work, and feeling closer, like to talk to my parents. Okay. So I feel like finding that connection with God helped me get to where I am today. Okay. So that... That's a pretty good start to how you came about right now. I mean, as of right now, like, what are you, where, where are you currently at or studying? So, uh, what are you studying? Um, tell, tell the crowd. <laughs> hey, so just to give you guys an update, I am still at the University of Channel Islands. I'm studying to get my BA in communications and a minor whoop, whoop. in organization because <laughs> my life is a mess. <laughs> is that what you're talking Right? That's funny. And I honestly don't think I'm the best person communicator Hmm. and i thought i've always thought that since high school so i'm like let me study communications might as well perfect it you know so i'm getting better at communicating especially my feelings and asking for help because that's (laughs) a big that was or it's been one of my problems Mm. asking for help i think ever since i was young so i'm learning to ask for help in like different ways as far as you know, emotional and mentally, mm-hmm. because man, college is rough. <laughs> so, what what changed for you to allow yourself to be open? To that I think the women's expo definitely like pulled me out mm-hmm. of like a depression that I was in last year, mm. and kind of stepping out of that and seeing that it's okay to be vulnerable and ask for help. Thank you. It's kind of like, you know what? I could do it. You know? And I've doubted myself so many times and since I was young, too. Like, right. the things that I've wanted to do. And I'm like, why did I doubt myself? I mean, that, that probably comes from, like, our background, too. What experiences we came and the perspectives that we've seen from ourselves. And then we kind of grew up with those values, thinking that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you know, the world isn't as control as it is then we have all these access not special with internet that's why it's, i'm constantly amazed i'm just like i'm, I'm, I'm so, i have so much energy i have so much resources <laughs> i could do whatever yeah, yeah exactly but anyways um anyway with your women expo i know you guys are going to atlanta around september right yes so tell us tell us a little bit about a background on the women's empowerment is that your phone man chance yeah let me who's calling me and you're cool. doing that on purpose <laughs> they probably are how dare you guys <laughs> it's my mom actually oh uh, Sorry, Mom. We'll take a quick break. Hold on. Let me fix this a little bit. Okay. Are you, are you calling me? No. Oh, you didn't? Okay, no. cool. That's fine. Because I wanted to see because I, I noticed that this thing wasn't as aligned. You can't see your face and it's like, you know. But, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, 
your background on the Women Expo. Okay. I mean, so, I listened to it a little bit. Sorry. I'm like on your how other promise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So my sister Yadi, she's the oldest one. I don't know if she's watching. Maybe she is. Hey. <laughs> The first Women's Expo was last year in March 3rd, so it was literally like a year ago. And she's a certified life coach now. Mm -hmm. And she's always been trying to just spiritually level up our family and just get us to have breakthroughs to find, like, ourselves. Right. I don't know if I'm wording this correctly. She... She's always been kind of like a guardian angel, I would say. Because she's been on the lookout for not just our feelings, but, you know, things that have happened to us in the past that okay. she sees that affect us and our success and just us moving forward. So I feel like she always tries to coach me. I feel the love. Right? I'm, I'm just like, damn, she wants to have a talk right now. And I'm just like, all right. Well, I can, I'm kind of seeing with my little brother sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, I appreciate yeah. it, though, because encouraging uncomfortable conversations is sometimes the key right. to getting past things. Mm-hmm. So she met Christina Brophy, my marketing manager. Aww. And oh, being seen. she decided to have a table at the event for her life coaching business. Mm-hmm. And she got five tickets, so she invited me and my sisters. So we went... And I thought it was the perfect time to go to this event because at my old job, not the one where I'm at right now, I love EGM Builders. <laughs> Dang, extra promotion. Uh, EGM Builders. I didn't, before, I didn't, I was not happy at the job I was at. I felt like all my ideas would just get shut down and I felt like I couldn't really be myself there. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had this constant pressure to just, like, agree and do with what management said. with, And even though it wasn't right. Right. So I felt like I was in this place where I wasn't growing. I didn't feel comfortable. And I was just feel. I felt like I was scrutinized. And I was like, I'm not fucking happy here. And I was working like a dog, man. I was like, this is not how I envisioned my 21-year-old life to be. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I was just going to school. I'd rather be broke and mm-hmm. be going to school than to be working, like, all this and just be unhappy. Being belittled and just not treated fairly. Yeah, like, I couldn't succeed what I wanted to do. Mm. And they were, like, with the Women's Empowerment Expo and finding another job. My old coworker, she right. literally was like, you know, sometimes you go out into the world and you think you're going to find something good. But then you realize sometimes this is as good as it gets. What? And I was like, what? What do you mean well, this it, is as good as it gets? Why are you limiting yourself? No, I was going to say the same woman. thing. I was going to say the same thing. Like, if people usually say that about me, it's like, I'm more from, from, from a compassion point of view. I'm just like, oh, they're probably projecting their own perspective. Exactly. I'm just like, hmm. So I don't even feel as offended. I'm more like, feel in a way sorry. So I'm just like, I wonder how your life is at the point. I was thinking the same and I know that my old coworker, she had gone through some things, but I just felt like you're at a point in life where you still have like this like negative perspective mm-hmm. on life, and I didn't want to catch that vibe. Oh, you told me that? No, no, I was just thinking was that to say. myself when she when she said that comment. I stayed quiet, and I'm just mm. like, that Bet. sucks. <laughs> I'm like. That ain't gonna be me. Sorry. And I was, that's when it kind of clicked to me. Like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and I actually quit on the spot one day. I didn't even put in my two weeks. And I was just bawling on the scene because I was so <laughs> unhappy. And I'm like, honestly, I don't even think I could wait two weeks. And they're like, do you want today to be your last day? Am I? Really? Hell yeah, yeah, I do. Because... Why waste another moment being unhappy somewhere when you have other you can options. find all these exactly. other opportunities? So that's when I went to the expo. And I heard Christina speaking and Catherine Murillo on air with Kat. I'm so sad she left Oregon. But <laughs> they like they spoke real shit. Like fuck what anybody says fuck like being embarrassed just right. go for it even if you're fucking scared 
and just do it because you don't you never the worst thing that could happen is there's somebody's gonna say no or it's not gonna work out but you still have all these other options exactly especially being the age that we are oh man don't get like, to that <laughs> i'm already thinking like fuck this is not gonna work like i'm 50 years old and i don't have this right life ahead of me and i'm just like why do i think like i lim- i limit myself and i'm just like i don't i don't need to do that so at the event those hearing them speak really just like it, it was a light bulb switch and I was so thankful that my sister was a part of that event because had she not been part of that event, I would have never saw Christina. Right. And that's when I went into stalker mode. Oh, stalker mode. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that. So stalker mode was when I fell in love with Christina <laughs> Brophy. <laughs> so she's a uh, she doesn't really like men, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> I do. Um, I mean, I, right now it's like whatever, but. I'm about this women's empowerment expo. Sorry. Respect that. So I saw Christina and I was like, I need to link up with her because she's going to help me elevate. If she, if my sister thinks that this was a good opportunity for her and she Mm -hmm. thought it was totally worth it. I'm like, I need to get with her and see what inspired her, Mm. what her ventures are and what she thinks just about women moving up in general because i never really thought that the women's empowerment expo was actually a thing i mean aside from the me too movement like hearing about women's empowerment was just like it was really refreshing Mm. and i was just like i want more of it it's a spot in a way it's like a light for you to just decide oh it's a new um i felt like i was reborn almost Mm. like i could be happy and it's okay right right. you do seem a lot more happier like you're your content i don't know if you guys follow her on instagram um at sesame, sesame. we gotta talk about that usually i'm still curious about it oh my God. but anyways Aww. um yeah it's like she's always posting very uplifting content when it comes down to it and then you're always like promoting on people and mm-hmm. you know expressing yourself in to. such a way yeah i mean especially you know with your busy day which we're gonna get to on the concept of mental health but also i, I want to dive into what i talked about um today this month is women's history month yeah. and i thought about like turning this content for uh making an episodes for women's history month and i think i have a few women that i would love to get on as well Ooh. so you're i'm honored to have you as the first episode right now Thanks. and um <laughs> diving in into the whole concept of mental health we were talking about the other day with mental health i just asked her hey steph i, I didn't really know what we we're gonna talk about I asked you, hey, h- how are you doing? You just sent me a little uh, slash face, uh, colon face. Oh, you know? yeah. No, it's like, wait, can what I does that mean? for people? Yeah, yeah, of course. You can show it to the GoPro cam. I don't know it if looks, they can see it. If you know me, you know that this face <laughs> is bad. If I send you this face through text, <laughs> just know I had a long-ass fucking day. But <laughs> you show it to the GoPro cam, too. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, they can see it. There you yeah. go. That's the... So yeah, when I when I asked her about that, I was like, oh, all right, well, tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> so I just kind of like listened in, and then um, you mentioned how you were just overwhelmed and you had everything, and then you mentioned how you were basically wearing multiple hats at once. Mm-hmm. You said you were being you had to be a good daughter, a good uh, uh, assistant, a st- assistant, and empowered Steph. And I'm just like Steph, I, I see you more as empowered Steph. So like, why can't you be an empowered Steph for all of them? You know. So what what were what were your thoughts that were going through your head when you had multiple things going on at once? And I'm interested, you know. I think these past two weeks I have been a little stressed out, not just because of midterms, but just financially. And with my mom being gone, mm-hmm. I didn't think I was gonna be like, "Oh, mom, I miss you." But <laughs> I do. I felt like she was. There was like a support uh-huh. that I would find in her at the end of the day, even if, it, <laughs> even if it was just her nagging right. me about stuff. You probably just move this a little bit. Like, bro, I'm sorry, this is a weird device. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but I was just getting overwhelmed because I was lacking sleep for sure. I was not eating good, and instead of getting enough rest or just talking to people, I would just hold in like venting and i would hold in my feelings and you know with my job at 
the home improvement at EGM Builders with the outlets, with the women's expo, I feel like I have to deliver like a certain or a portion of my time like every week, which I should and I do at times, but I feel like it's never enough sometimes. I, I think I recall. I mean, when I was working there, sometimes I would work out of my own time mm-hmm. just so I can like come back feeling like, oh, fuck it, we're going to take this day on, yep. you know, so. And I feel like I would direct effort more like in one job than I should in like, like example for school, knowing mm-hmm. that I was going to have these exams. Right. I should have been putting in my time like maybe fucking four weeks ago, but I feel like I started just last week and it was just i was cramming a lot of work for school and i was trying to catch up at work and i was trying to keep my other job like don't fire me because i still want to be here and i was just like mom like i know i'm busy but i love you and then i was just like i have my nephews here that i feel like i've kind of neglecting but i should kind of hang out with you and then i feel like Hmm. I can never be sad in public and I don't want to be sad in public, but sometimes I just want to be like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like I always have to show up and have like this game face, which is good and all, but sometimes you're tired. No, you have to. Sometimes you just want to be like, you know what, guys, today is just not the day. (laughs) I mean, we're humans, you know, so we need to rest. And that's what I'm like realizing more I'm human. I'm not a fucking robot. Right. I'm not like this generator that can just punch out all this work like in one day. You know, sometimes it's possible and sometimes it's not. And when it's not possible, don't beat yourself up over it. And that's what Great I've tool. been fucking doing. And I'm not going to fucking do it anymore in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> it's, po- it's probably because you weren't taking those bang energy drinks. <laughs> I heard I'm always you could die those. from these, but I'm still it though. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I love those. But, yeah, that, that's a great point. You know, you got to rec- recognize that you're human along every other day. So, I mean, when I was a college student, I remember I was uh, my last semester uh, for spring. I was taking on 17 units. Dang, I was bro. driving for Lyft. I was uh, doing this organization, marketing. You were for, with the landmark. Yeah. Uh, it was it was, it was a service for Forex and crypto. Mm. So we were, I was marketing like 20, 25 hours a week, sometimes Shoot. less, depends on my school times. You know, but most of the time I remember I was just like, and on top of that, I was in the training that I told you for like 90 days. Yeah. That was intense. I would wake up like at 5 a.m. since I would only have like four hours of sleep. No. And it, it was, uh, it was <laughs> overwhelming. I, I, think, I think it was just for the most part, I couldn't manage my time That's where I can do portions of a little bit of everything every day. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like where I went wrong about it because, you know, sometimes I would just get distracted by social media, honestly. And you just want to escape and you forget to live your purpose yep. and you're not as like empowered. You know, it's connected your to dream. your goals. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, sometimes it does get boring. So you kind of, you have to, what's the word I'm looking for? Find balance so that you like it. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, so you enjoy it every yeah, day. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why you could also, like, reward yourself, too, you know. That's that's one way um, you can handle it. But, I mean, other part, what you were talking about, the financial part. I think, especially for us millennials, that's mm-hmm. definitely a problem. Like, it gets, for me, I don't know about anybody else. Um, pause due to poor connection. Oh, let me see what I can do with that real quick. Oh, no. Yeah, financial struggles are not the business. But... Right, exactly. So for me, when I would come in through financial aspects, I kind of beat myself down and I realized like, and I just kind of like go th- down this spiral mode where I'm just mm-hmm. like, man, I didn't do it all of my power. So I go down more path. I'm just like not doing anything, sleeping more. But, you know, sometimes more often than I just kind of thrive through and be more resilient. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure other people out there are also going through the same situation where they realize my bills is too high, and, but my job is too low. Mm-hmm. But my degree isn't going to get me to where I'm at right now, or at least I'm working towards it. Mm-hmm. And it's stressful. It you is. Know? So what, what are your thoughts on that? Like with people going through financial situations, especially, you know, for women, like, what we're talking about women's history, like nowadays, I'm not going to lie, it's hard to find a position that can pay you at that. Just like sustain yourself, yeah. especially if you're living on your own. Exactly. Do you know, I know, a, I know a good handful of girls that are around my age, maybe a little bit older, and 
they're doing it on their own and it's it's been a struggle but i think if you make the right sacrifices it'll fall into place mm-hmm. but i definitely think being patient um is a key to getting up at least financially aside from trying to find a job that can help you provide for the bills that you have right but so you say like setting yourself up for the long run more yeah okay um but i definitely think man just talking about money (laughs) it depresses you huh it doesn't depress me but it's just it makes me like question why what am i spending my money on i feel like (laughs) i know paying for school is draining my account for sure but i'm thinking about okay where can i make budget cuts Mm -hmm. and where can i find ways to make easy money so i think finding ways to make money without overstressing yourself as much can help especially in today's world where right the minimum minimum wage is kind of sucky <laughs> and especially for millennials and with our degrees finding a job that's going to pay us the salary we thought straight out of college is kind of hard so i feel like adapting that entrepreneur mindset is helping oh, more resourcefulness kind of yeah. like willing to do whatever it takes mm-hmm. type of mindset i think yeah. that's, that's very key too um especially in this generation because like there is a lot of opportunity but I think a lot of us were set up in the system, especially our generation, where we feel, okay, well, if, if we go to college and do this, this, is the only way out. But then we don't look for other ways out, you know, and that's where we feel limited. We, and, and, and if anything, we limit ourselves because of that thinking, yeah. you know. And, and you don't have to go to college to make a living because exactly. I know a lot of people who are doing well without a degree. Same. But it's for those who are getting that degree and they feel limited after is like I feel like making it a point that you don't have to feel limited and there's other opportunities even though it's a struggle fresh out of college mm-hmm. it's you can only go up right this, yes why, why would you go down true as an optimist so you gotta put I like it. you gotta put in the work but at the same time you like you said we have to take care of ourselves because if not, then we're really going to go for Right. <laughs> I think uh, something that you mentioned earlier was you were learning to be open and mm-hmm. more vulnerable with yourself. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's hard for me. Because, like, now I'm at a point where I can, I've learned the tools that I can coach myself out and get myself out of, you know, certain mind uh, situations where you trap your mind. Mm-hmm. But when I try to do that with people, they're not as open. But what I know is when people are open, they move forward faster, too. Yeah. And... You know, that, that, that's, I wanted you to touch on that. What do you think of that, the whole concept of just being open and just asking for help, as you mentioned, you know? I think when you ask for help, you get a perspective that you didn't think you could see mm-hmm. or a perspective that you didn't know. Um, asking for help, definitely, it's not easy for some people. And for me, it hasn't been <laughs> And something as simple as just, like, showing, like, a piece of work that mm-hmm. or a task that you're doing to somebody and you're like, hey, is this okay? What do you think? Right. Because I want to present it to the boss, but I don't know if this is what he wants and I'm freaking out because it's I've been working on this for, like, two <laughs> weeks. And something as simple as that will literally fuck with your mind for, like, I don't know if I'm cut out for this job. So asking for help for, like... For my boss, his name for EGN, Sunny, he told me, if it's wrong, it's okay, because you can try again. <laughs> and I'm just like, why do you make it sound so easy? Like, just, in my head, it doesn't sound like it that. It probably does sound a lot more easier than it is. Yeah, and he's just like... When he's a marketer, so... Yeah, and he's so knowledgeable, so I feel like failing is okay, because you can always try again. And, hmm. like, because it, I feel like asking for help, sometimes you think, I'm going to look dumb, I'm right. going to fail, or the worst X, Y, and Z could happen. But I feel like 
part of asking for help is also with just going for it because you don't know what's on the other side mm -hmm. and maybe what's on the other side is what you've been exactly. looking for so just you take need the to, jump you need to take that uh, what you were mentioning right now too with the concept of just being vulnerable like you accepting failure that mm -hmm. you accepting that oh if i do ask for help and i do sound stupid and in a way i failed you accepting that is you willing to move forward mm -hmm. so that you can find different ways so that next time you don't fail. so if this didn't work right next one right exactly yeah. i mean for any types of career i think if we're, if we're talking oh, let me let me see if i can adjust that since it ended <laughs> hey guys sorry about that stay tuned because after this i asked steph what are the three things she would tell if she could her old and past self that she knows now and that would support her in the long run so i hope you guys are enjoying it so far stay tuned so we were talking about on the other side i think um what people miss out on if you want to put it like that yeah you can put it on just yourself it's cool no one okay cool so um we were mentioning how if people actually allow themselves to accept the failure that they can actually move forward with that you know especially people struggling nowadays instead of looking at it as an ego thing and worrying more about how they look yep. versus they can get the results and what's more important and they'll realize that oh it's okay to ask for help oh it's okay to um disclose that i, I fucked up in a situation this. exactly for me like i at first i didn't i hated when my mom my mom would give me feedback that i was bad at money and everything like that so eventually when i did i was like all right mom you're absolutely right i i'm bad at this I thing don't know, you know what it's cool you can here take my money take care of it until i learn how so now i'm just like learning how to do it but anyways um yeah we're just gonna jump on real quickly you mentioned the three little tips that you think you could tell yourself your past self that you know now that would totally support her if you were a kid, Steph, what would you tell that kid, Steph? Okay. One of the things that I've been obsessed with right now that I've seen and I've heard is be scared, but do it anyway. Okay. Because I've noticed that recently I've been taking little leaps of faith and I've been scared of shit, but it's, been, it's working out. Right. And so that's one. <laughs> the second one <laughs> is tell yourself to always stand your ground right always stand your ground because mm. i've worked in with plenty of men to where i'm tired of being belittled and i don't need those fucking comments of like just belittling women or, right, oh right. you female this female that like, yeah. like <laughs> i'm gonna talk back and if you're surprised that i'm talking back well then that's good uh-huh and the third thing I would tell myself is with Jesus by your side, anything is possible. Because I think I questioned his existence when I was younger and I feel like getting closer mm. to him, I've allowed myself to be vulnerable and to just take chances because praying has helped me as well. Like having that little faith in the sense of knowing that somebody's there with you anyways. Mm -hmm. I don't know what quote it was earlier. I saw that if that you trust your bus drivers to take you home, your, your um, I don't know, uh, other drivers to take taxi. you home, taxi drivers to take you home. Lift. So why don't you trust that God has you right. driving you? I was like, wow, that's pretty powerful. And I thought about like from any point of view, if you believe in the universe or faith or God or whatever you believe in, I think just knowing that something or some something bigger than you as you can see it can hold you by the hand and get you to wherever you want to be or through wherever you want to be and because it comes with a sense of peace right that helps you forget about i don't care what this person thinks or i know that this is gonna work out because right. of this or just knowing that you're in hands that are more than just your mom's hands. Exactly. Because, you know, I I was telling my, she, my mom was asking me, like, what's different now that I'm gone? And I'm just like, <laughs> just knowing that you're not here, <laughs> even though you nag me. She's just like, I told you. <laughs> and I'm like, that's how I feel with God, kind of. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, God doesn't nag you, but I feel like just knowing that he's there whenever I need to talk to somebody when I'm alone. Right. It, it helps. 
like it's it it eliminates that concept of being alone mm-hmm. and knowing that oh well you're not so alone after all my child <laughs> yeah and i mean not everybody believes in god of course i'm okay. different beliefs you know something that will sustain you to allow you to like hey okay well you're not really alone we just make ourselves alone mm-hmm. about it and then we depress ourselves we're getting a lot of engagements by the way a lot of people are joining in so there's three people oh well there was a lot of people that all these people saw it but they left they were just like all right steph doing her thing let's just let it go you guys can watch it later or (laughs) no it's fine (laughs) well we'll have it recorded try to have it by next week this is charles hey what's up guys make sure you check out the podcast he's gonna gonna upload soon soon but anyways um what was i gonna talk about yeah that's that's pretty much I mean, you practically talk about the three things you would. Can you know. I ask you, what would you? <laughs> oh tell man, yourself? I had a feeling this was gonna flip be, be flipped on me. Um, I think the first one would just be to, and it sounds very cliche, but definitely, um, believe in myself. Not from a point of like, oh, I don't believe in myself, but so much. That I seeked a lot of validations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Remember, like I dressed differently a while back, you know. Oh so, God, Charles, I remember you. But that's because I wanted to be liked, and that's that was something I had to learn along the my own path, mm-hmm. you know. And as I learned that, like just being okay, which is, brings back to number two, being okay with being not okay, mm-hmm. you know. Like, hey, if you're going through certain shit in life, um, be okay with that. Work through it, and then find a way because that's what makes you grow for me what i did was every time i experienced those things i suppressed it dismissed it i went out i even even on personal development like a book aspect i would read things so that i can dismiss those things because really what i was trying to do was cover up my insecurities and i was like oh so when i had that oh aha moment i was like dang that's a moment of clarity but okay so for the third one what would be the third one what would Charles tell younger Charles? The third one. I think never stop being energetic and spontaneous. Because as a kid, I was very curious mm-hmm. and spontaneous. But because I limited myself thinking that, you know, people were going to make fun of me. Or especially when my parents, you know, they would tell me like, oh, don't be so energetic. Because I would, I would get hurt physically. <laughs> so yeah, I stopped myself yeah. from being energetic and curious. And I just kind of succumbed into like a structure mode which is like school and you know values i had to act this way so it was a way of like it lacked a lot of authenticity but now ever since i've been accessing that within myself i feel so much more like connected even if i go through shit when people do me wrong or being goofy yeah yeah. like who cares exactly (laughs) but i just feel like it's it's liberated me so much more when it comes down to authentic authenticity and then that allows me to connect with people a lot more too i feel like this is the most time where i've established so much connections and relations with people where i'm just like grateful every time i meet another person and i learn something from them every time which is why i started this podcast because i wanted to learn about people and then provide content for them to see that human connection is literally like one of the things we have left that social media kind of can ruin for some people but i feel like you're using it to bring human connection back to right. life because it i feel like it was oh, thank you it's been kind of like people are so into themselves and into what they're doing that mm-hmm. they don't take the time to work on human connection right right so, I think a lot. You doing it. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of it, I uh, something I noticed uh, that social media has evolved along the ways that we conform into the media, and then mm-hmm. we we see certain qualities, and then we see that as the way it is rather than what it really is. Yeah. So we dismiss all the other emotions and feelings. So, for instance, when people are talking about oh making money and stuff like that, you know, or how to be empowered and stuff like that, they forget they dismiss those feelings and yeah. they don't really connect with themselves and they try they, truly feel that way. They, they don't authentically grow they may learn different skills and values that can help them along the way but it's not as sustainable because they're still holding back on that one little trauma or mm-hmm. one little breakup or 
insecurity that had stopped them that they didn't went through you know yeah so at least for me that's what i feel that people are going through but anyways oh so much thoughts in my head (laughs) this is going on but anyways uh what what are your plans like what do you see yourself in the upcoming two to five years what do you see yourself uh doing or how do you see with women's expo and school transitioning into the person you want to become five years from now i'll be 28 (laughs) oh two to five years yeah it is about a number but i see myself growing with the women's empowerment expo i feel like with every event that i get the chance Mm -hmm. to help host i find like a little bit more of myself and discover that i have more and more potential right and i think everybody can discover more and more potential by going into the unknown Mm -hmm. so with brophy working on making this nationwide like you said meeting new people and hearing about their backgrounds and their experiences i feel like you get cap you get captivated and just hearing that people go through similar situations even though it's like in a different context Mm. and it makes me want to hear more and more stories so with women connecting with other women is it's kind of cool because yeah because you're connecting with women who actually want to connect versus like (laughs) competing oh my gosh we gotta talk about that can we talk about that it's like oh get away from me right right clearly it's uncomfortable for you and it's uncomfortable for me right so let's either let's kind of empower each other out of it or or, or acknowledge each other yeah that would be a way at least yeah. like hey, oh yeah she's doing her thing you know we have nothing in common that's cool yeah just be nice about it but I, I i feel like i've connected on women on a different level that i wouldn't normally because of how i grew up and growing up with four older sisters but I've over these past two years, I've realized uniting more with women, especially in today's age, uh-huh. has helped me especially grow. Not right. just in school, but like in the work field, too. Okay. So I feel like in these next two to five years, I see myself evolving more in my career and just gaining a lot of experience, like worldly experience. Mm-hmm. I feel like I lack that a little bit. Like I want to, I want to connect more with the world. I don't know if how to like really word it, but I just want to get really diverse in culture. So I, I feel like over these next few years, that's kind of my goal to tap into cultures. I see this, this. This is the future is female. I, I see that, and it's in pink too. <laughs> and I like. This I see. I mean, with, you know, the concept of just, like, feminism going worldwide, I see that as a opportunity for a lot of women to acknowledge the pain that they suppressed in a while back. And now, now the message is getting stronger. I feel like it's going to come to a point where just one day where we feel like, where we don't classify men or women. It's just going to be more like, normalized. But anyways, with that aspect connected to you, I think it's going to... You're going to find your... I see you connecting with a bunch of, like, women who are going through that as well, who have gone through certain traumas you have, and you'll probably touch back on certain stories that will touch different people along the way. Especially, yeah, you're you're in the workplace. You're, like, very calm, and, and I always wonder how you do that. But, so, like, but when you're out there, I can see you very spontaneous, outgoing, and connected. So I can see a lot of people gravitating towards your energy you know because it's gonna come down to that yeah you know but it's all about the energy you put out there yeah you're gonna provide a lot of value for a lot of people out there who don't know how to put the words for themselves yeah that's that that's what this podcast is anyway i don't know and i i feel like i've been practicing that recently as to what was that last sentence you just said? I feel like it kind of resonated with me. Um, that I'm going to... 
put touch. put the words for other people yeah. that they can't put. That's what communication was for us. Yeah. They put the words that we couldn't describe, and that's why I was so passionate about it. I was like, oh my gosh, can I learn more? <laughs> like, I don't want to disclose any names, but, like, with girls who are going through relationship issues mm-hmm. that they don't need to be going through, by all means, it's not, like, it's not worth it. And I haven't gone through relationships that some people are going through, but helping people find their truth just in something as owning the fact that you're a woman and you deserve all these rights and you don't deserve to be treated all how you've been treated. And just hearing that other girls say, like, that's exactly how I feel, like, how did you know? Or like, you took the words out of my mouth. And I'm oh, just so... like, like just something as simple as that is kind of like, mm-hmm. I wish I could help more well, girls like that. Well, you could, because I actually have a question. Now, now, now that you brought that up with your Instagram, I know you're, I see you sometimes, you know, commenting in certain businesses and organizations, individuals out here. And I'm just like, all right, bet. But there's something that I feel that you could extend more. I don't know if you've, if you're, if you started already branding yourself mm-hmm. in the content, like just like That's seeing yourself as it. like a Christina, not not so much like a Christina, but like in the aspects of value that she has, mm-hmm. and then growing with it as Steph, like my own version. Yeah, of <laughs> exactly. Oh my God! See, so you took the word right out of my mouth. <laughs> You know what? That's Christina has actually she's she's brought it up plenty of times. Like, stop! (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just always like, you know what? I don't know. Like, I don't want to like brand myself, like my name. I feel like I'm still trying to figure out how I can extend that help because I feel I'm still trying to help myself. So I feel like I need to completely help myself in certain aspects before I can actually move forward fully with this interesting so what why do you feel that you need to help yourself or what if someone from the women already sees you from a point of view of like wow she's doing a lot more than me and they're already looking up to you i think i need to take a leap of faith you guys <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean you know just curious i mean yeah. at the end of the day there's a sense of fear too sometimes i'm I'm just like man do i really want to put out content like this that's very open and you know personal to me i think what's also holding me back is uploading content that is valuable to these to this audience as far as women i'm not as tech savvy as i wish i was what i know right You're like, marketing assistant okay but yeah, not tech savvy. You probably know a lot more than. I'm learning a lot, so I feel. <coughs> I'm learning a lot, so I feel like it's. I'm getting closer to being able to extend that help, but I'm taking it day by day, and I feel like taking it day by day is helping me really solidify what okay. I want to do because I feel like people have like when are you gonna do this when are you gonna do that and i'm like just because somebody says it doesn't mm-hmm. mean i'm gonna do exactly. it right then and there because i feel like respect i need to do it at my time to my style and how i feel comfortable and i just i don't want to just do it just to do it okay well h- how about this pitching an idea out of on the go <laughs> but something i've been reading is called crushing it by gary v he crushing mentioned it? like one of the things that stood out to me that empowered me to do this even more even though i don't have my shit together mm. he mentioned that what if you were documenting your journey through the process rather than branding yourself as a figure mm-hmm. you know what i've since i was i mean you're kind of doing that already i've been journaling it not as detailed as i wish but since i was young i've always liked to write mm-hmm. and i think when i got into high school and I went through this relationship I kind of like I disconnected with that writing portion right because I felt like I couldn't really develop my feelings and now that I'm getting back into being open and Mm. vulnerable I'm practicing journaling more so that's where I'm at right now so in a Um, sense 
it's still would you say like you still you still Steph was okay. not really empowered until just recently <laughs> as well and Christina also pointed that out and now as herself uh-huh. too she's like you know what I really like through these expos like I realized I wasn't really empowered until she went through something like a while back mm-hmm. and I'm also thinking the same because I didn't take as many risks or extend as much help because I was holding myself back and now that I'm not holding back as much it's my mom (laughs) I feel like I'm becoming more empowered stiff and I can transition that to all my hats okay that's a good little start because I'm just curious you know like for me doing this thing too is also challenging because you know, like, man, what do I, what if I, I don't want people to see me a certain way, but I just do it for my thoughts, you know, for yeah. the time being. And that, that's why I pointed out, like, hey, you know, like, I want to, I, I, I think what I'm trying to get across is that I want to see more of you <laughs> and where you're going through an experience. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like you would connect a lot more with the people that you have on and people you're connecting with. Mm-hmm. And also because I see that already in you. I have my own version. I'm sure you have your own version. You can yeah. nourish in your own ways. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, it's going to be... You're, you're going to mold into something. Yeah. You know? So we're growing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're almost in an hour. So we're going to top it off at this part. Um, I'm going to let you, like... Do you have anything that you wanted to... I mean, you know, you have your Woman Expo coming out. Do you have any messages that you want to point out any way people can reach you out by the way what's this why why did you why is your instagram called sesame anyways that's funny um (laughs) sesame is a nickname my younger cousin gave me okay he was little because he couldn't pronounce stephanie oh that's so cute so it just stuck and a lot of people just call me that now okay yeah Okay, so anything you want to point out? or The Women's Empowerment Expo in Ventura is October 2nd. October 2nd. It's on a Saturday. The times are to be announced, but it's most likely going to be at the Ventura County Fairgrounds. Oh, wow. If it'll change, I'm obviously going to update everybody. Mm-hmm. But Of course. Stay tuned. What's, and if, what's the best way people can contact you? You can best contact me through Instagram. You can DM me or that's probably the best way to get a hold of me, honestly. <laughs> Perfect. And then uh, if I trust you, I'll give you my phone number yeah, from sure. there. I mean, if anything, you probably respond better through DM. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. But. No, you're fine. <laughs> but yeah, because I can definitely share a lot of information for anybody who wants to participate right. or wants to help in any way or just wants information. It's easier for me to share access on that. Okay. Interesting. Well, that sounds good. Hey, guys. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to this episode. I'm looking forward to growing this community out and see how I can best serve the community. I'm really more focused right now with people from Ventura County. So if you have any references, please feel free. And, oh, yeah, download like and subscribe to these podcasts if you want to see and hear some more i'll be coming out with my youtube channel soon hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day